Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. Second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and prophets depend on these two commandments. The gospel of the Lord. Testament. 
are challenged to come up with a reasonable resolution. The church guides us, helps us with that struggle. And one of the principles that the church lays out before us is that Scripture has to be interpreted on its whole. Are no contradictions in Scripture if we properly interpret it? And alone, we probably don't have enough knowledge or experience or wisdom to do that. And so the Church is the authentic interpreter of Scripture. Now, don't get me wrong. I preach and teach that we should read Scripture on our own and pray, and God speaks to us through the Scripture. But if God ever speaks something that's contrary to Church teaching, that's the question that that may not really be God. But the New Testament and what Jesus is laying out today and throughout the New Testament has priority. And it becomes the hermeneutic or the key by which we interpret the Old Testament. And so Jesus does say to love God and love your neighbor as yourself. But he also, in the Sermon on the Mount, specifically about the law. He says that we should love our enemies, the good to everyone, the bad and the good alike, to turn the other cheek, to not respond to sin with sin. One could even argue Jesus promotes complicated here, does teach that self-defense and correctly interpret the scripture is allowed. Even so, self-defense is narrowly defined as a response to an imminent danger as a last resort and in proportionality. So, we have a God. But throughout the Old Testament, God did require the prophets to lay down the law. But over time, people have grown in maturity and understanding of God. Scripture does not just get cemented in one time and place. People, these laws in the Old Testament were given to were uh, without the social structures we have, without the legislatures, the judicial systems, the law enforcement, the criminal justice systems that we have nowadays. They were a developing people. God, over time, was helping them both as a people in a society grow, but also as humanity to recover the moral principles that God originally put on them who were lost. So, we interpret the Old Testament and these difficult passages we need to look at the whole text. God is the author of life and death. God wills that we originally live forever, but sin brings death. Death is a 
comes to judgment, if you will, of sin. And God wants us to avoid that judgment to live forever. And so we have a warning, a warning given to us in the law. But the fulfillment of that law is still Jesus Christ, who, because of our sin, took the punishment that sin deserved, judgment and death. On the cross, He endured the consequences of our sin. And because He was also God, He rose from the dead and shares with us divine and everlasting life. And on the cross, He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And so He offers to all a way to avoid eternal death. To repent of our sinfulness. To accept God into our life. To live for Him. To die to self. And to live in the resurrection of life of Jesus Christ. The highest law is to love God and love others. But we can only do that because God loved us first. And the fullness of His love is shown on that cross. Where despite we were still sinners deserving of eternal death. He gave His only Son, God, Jesus Christ, so that we could be forgiven and live with Him forever. This is the depth of God's love that we are called to receive by repentance, opening our hearts to the Holy Spirit, and allowing Him to fill our hearts, to change our hearts, Make our hearts more loving, like He is love, that we can only find and love God and love others. That would be a great place to stop. Because I know there's a word that came up twice in the scripture reading is the wrath of God. Hurricanes came, and the wrath will flare up if you treat the widow and the orphan poorly. And Paul says that Jesus Christ delivers us. See, the idea of the wrath of God is disturbing also. But thinking about it a little bit further, the wrath is not directed at us if we don't love God. God can handle that. God's wrath flares up when we don't love one another. Those God loves also that died for us. The wrath, as we mentioned, anger isn't always bad if it's against great sense. So when we don't love one another like a loving parent, it greatly distresses God. And this wrath does flare up. How does God respond in that wrath? Forgive us and His only Son so that we might make our peace one another as He wants us to. So while we still have time, given for us so that we may repent of our sinful ways 